When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Ooh, savage. I like to keep it real simple. Weekly update time. Hey, hey. It's the start of another week. And wow, (laughs) the update's going to be pretty much all over the map. You guys are not going to want to miss one word of this podcast today. It's going to hit you in your feels. It might, it's going to definitely make you laugh and maybe shed a few tears. Let's get it. Let's start with the conversation last time about kids making comments, kids saying things, whatever. I was at my son's game this past weekend and my ex said, hey, you know, how, how are things going? How do you feel about all those things? I said, you know, this is how I feel about it. I never would say anything to anyone else's kid. I, that's just not for me to parent anyone. That That's just not, that's not it. My, my way of showing my child that I'm behind him is just showing support. And if all that is, is me wearing a t-shirt to his school in support of him, then that's what I'm gonna do. If all that is, is me saying, hey buddy, you like what you like, you do you, you continue to stay on the path that you're on, that's all that that is. I really feel like the most important lesson out of all of that for my son was his mom has his back meaning his mom is always going to be there. Me. I will always be there for him. So will other family members, but I'm speaking about myself. I will always be there for him. I will always support him. I will always love him. And I am his safe space. So if he has something going on, I want him to feel comfortable in telling me. And we're getting to that age where I can tell he doesn't want to tell me everything. I don't want to demand everything out of him, but we're kind of getting to that pivotal point of... 
that's my mom, but I want to keep some things private. We as parents, we have all been there. If you have a kid that I would say is nine on up or a very independent kid. So I talked to him and I said, how are things going you know, with all of that stuff. And he said, it just annoyed me because one person made a comment to numerous people and then people kept coming up and asking me questions. And he said, that was what was annoying is like, wow, why does anyone really care? So the lesson of me being there for him was definitely a great lesson. The other lesson was continue to be who you are, no matter what anyone says, Validate your own thoughts and feelings on what you like and and don't feel like other people have to validate and say, oh, well, you're not cool or I don't like that, so I'm not going to validate it. That was a huge lesson that I think he's already learned a bit of, but just knowing, hey, I'm okay to do what I want. I don't have to follow a crowd. I don't have to succumb to this peer pressure of, oh, well, that's not cool, so I have to do this. You know, I do feel... There is this pressure, even more so. When we were growing up, it was like the people that got the attention were athletes and and people like that. So to have your children in this world now where the likes, the comments, the shares, all that stuff matters to them, it's a whole different ballgame, right? And my generation who was stuck on the athletes are top because – People making it, quote unquote, to stardom is few and far between. I feel like those are the parents that are raising the kids now. And there are a lot of parents that are still pushing that agenda of, well, you need to be a star athlete. And what I tell my son, I don't care what you are other than happy. You can play a sport. You cannot play a sport. And when I say that, I say that loosely because I want him to play a sport. But listen to what I say with this. I don't care if you are the best player, the worst player or in between. I need you to do it for fitness, to be able to run off energy, to be able to stay fit. That's important. But the other piece is to learn team building because you're an only child. Yes, you're going to learn some of that at school, but adversities and other pieces, I want you to learn that as well. So it's a mental and a physical thing for him. I, do, I had a great career. I don't need to live through him. I don't need to push him to a point where I'm like, if you don't do this, you're not getting dinner. Or if you don't do this, you're not. Nope. I don't need to do any of that stuff. I just need to be his mom. I need to look for his future and say, okay, statistics show however many, what 1%, 4%, whatever it is that go on to college end up going even further than that. But the biggest piece is, does he love it? You know, we have multiple conversations. Is this what you like? Is this not what you like? Do you want to try a different sport? Do you like that sport? I want him to play something. I, it does not matter to me what it is. I want him to play something so he can get that fitness, mentally be challenged, but also find a bit of a release. So find a sport that he enjoys enough that he can say, you know what? I, I, I like going here. I don't have to be the best, but I enjoy hanging out with my friends. I enjoy running around. I enjoy doing X, Y, and Z. So that's why the sports side is important to me. But I feel like with my generation coming in, it's almost like these kids are getting a beat down about playing sports. Well, you better be good. And what you did that wrong and you did that wrong. And you can see and for someone that was a coach for so long, you can see the stress that these parents are putting on their children. And I just refuse. And it probably pisses off some of the other parents that I have such a laissez-faire approach to it. But I see and have seen 
what they're doing to their children and how five years down the road, four years down the road, the kids burnt out or the relationship with the parent is just horrible. And then, well, my parents made me do this. I didn't really want to do it. And I wish I had this time and I wish I had that time. And again, take a step back. Look, I don't have all the answers. I don't even have all the answers for my own child. But take a step back and realize, for me, I took a step back and I said, he is so excited to go to this event. Not as excited to go to this this event. He obviously loves and has a passion for this. Now, there's going to be times where they're not going to want to go. And as a parent, you, you got to push them along. And then they get there and they have a great time. I get that. What I'm talking about that I have a problem with is when a parent is like, I don't care what you want. What I want matters. I don't care if you want to be good. I'm going to make sure that you're good because this is what I need deep down. That's what I have the issue with completely have the issue with so things have gotten better all the way around but like I said my my main goal was to show him I'm going to support him and show him you can be whoever you want and who cares if someone else doesn't like it that that's not a you problem that's a them problem and they'll find something else eventually as he said I didn't tell you for you know a couple weeks because I just figured they would find something else which is an extremely mature way to handle it but not necessarily something he should have to handle if that makes any sense at at his age like it should it should be a hey, dude nah like this is what i like oh okay cool but that's just not the world that we live in and that's fine so being able to talk through things handle adversities and do that with him really made me happy as a mama bear would i have loved to come in and literally just handle stuff I, absolutely as well but i think that is me growing and evolving as an adult, as a mom, because if this would have happened 20 years ago, I would have been all up in the school, probably like, what is going on? I would have already emailed the teacher out of whatever, but taking a step back one to see if he can handle it first. And because it got to a point where he's just like, what the heck? Like, why is this? Why do people keep saying this? Or what? Why is this? Or why is that? And it might, to him, it might've been one or two people or, you know, whatever, That was a lot to him. Whatever it was, it was a big deal. It was more of an annoyance than I'm never going back to school. It wasn't that. It was just more of an annoyance. And I'm like, that's not what you should have to deal with, you know, going to school or going to activities or, or whatever. So to report back, it has gotten way better. Everything's great. You know how kids are. They say something about one thing and then a week later, whatever, it moves on. So the fact that he was mature enough to to know that it would eventually end was was really good too. So I'm very proud of him. And I just, I love that kid so much. Just like I'm sure everybody else that's listening to the podcast loves their child. Speaking of love, while we're in the love circle right now, I was told that this has been planned for the last two months. Two people that have been longtime listeners, Some one was silent for a very long time, one I did get to meet at Josh's birthday party, but two followers, Jules and Ricky, part of the Savage Fam, they came in and surprised me this past weekend. And it was amazing. I was walking into a store and I look up and Josh is recording me. He's like, oh, well, what about over here? And I was like, why are you recording me? I just figured he was going to make another video making fun of me about shopping. So I was like, whatever. Didn't pay him any attention. And he asked me this question. And I look up and I see Jules and I see Ricky. And I literally screamed out loud. So I'm sure people in the store were like, what the heck is going on? 
going on? Abduction in aisle six. Like, they probably had no clue. But I literally screamed. Like, I just couldn't believe it. Because Ricky, like I said, I had met Ricky at Josh's birthday party. Um, but it was really only that day and just for a few hours. So the fact that, one, Jules would arrange coming in from Arizona and Ricky would arrange coming in, I'm in Ohio, from Alabama that they would do that to want to come hang out with me was so touching. Like, beyond. I don't... When I have people say, oh, well, you have this phone, you have this, you have that, I don't equate that to, oh, people want to meet me, people want to come hang out with me, people are going to rearrange their time, their day, their month, their account, anything. That's not what goes in my head of, oh, people are going to want to do this or they're going to want... That's just not in my head so to see those two standing there and to know what went behind it for them to get there was so touching and I definitely I cried I cried for sure I cried and then to know that Josh had taken two months you know of his time and and energy and everything as well was just it was so sweet on everybody's account and I literally had the best time. It was a weekend of just, as Jules said, just rejuvenation. I think all of us needed it. All of us needed to take a step back. And it was such it was such an amazing weekend. So they got there on Friday. We hung out a little bit on Friday. I came back. I, I don't remember. I had to do something here. Came back. And then we all met up and I had to do my live feed on Friday night. And I made sure they were in the live feed. It was just, the, it was the best time. I, I had so much fun. Saturday, they wanted to come to my son's soccer game. Now, mind you, I know people are like, wait a minute, hold tight. Heather, you really want people coming to your space, you know, in your life, all of these things. As much as I love and adore both of them, I have a very hard and fast rule that people do not come to my house. And I'm going to explain why here in a second. Um, But I have a, a hard and fast rule of that. And I have a rule of just privacy in general and people being in my space and allowing them into something too personal so when it comes to you know they were like we want to come to Cohen soccer game I'm like I see no issue with that my son has seen them on the live you know chatting in the live and they've sent things before and you know he immediately knew who they were um, they brought him a gift was super super sweet a Pokemon like squishy mellow and a blanket and Pokemon cards and he lit up and that night opened them open up the cards right away but then that night slept with the blanket and slept with the with the pillow so it was really sweet but they wanted to come to his game and support him which i thought was very very sweet and it's a public place it's an open place i had zero issues with that you know whatsoever so that was really fun they came and cheered and it was just it was very 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 cool i loved it so much and then sunday we all went to breakfast together um and saying goodbye that was that was tough because when you know people and you've talked to them on the phone and you facetimed and you've done all of those things seeing them in person hanging out with them and getting more time with them like you're sad when they go you're like oh i wish they would live in town so you're you're sad when when they head out so they came they left we then went to Cohen had another game on Sunday. So Josh, my ex, myself, we all sat together, hung out the game. And then all four of us, my ex, my son, Josh, and myself, went to a pumpkin patch on Sunday after Cohen's game. And we had the best time. Knowing that you have a supportive partner 
who understands that it's important to you to still be a unit when it comes to your ex and your son, not in not in a weird way, not in a creepy way, not in any inappropriate type of way whatsoever, but just a unit of, hey, my son wants quote unquote family time. Now we're just extended. Now we just kind of have this extended family. So knowing that both Kurt and Josh are at a place that we can do that, I think is phenomenal. That was something that I told Josh early on This is a must for me. It's not that I need you to be best friends. It's not that I need you to anything else. I just need everyone to be able to get along for the sake of my son and my son seeing that his mom can be happy and what a good relationship is and his dad can be happy and what a good relationship is and what a good co-parenting relationship is. That was what was extremely important to me. So this weekend has been great. Now, (laughs) on to last night's live. So as I've mentioned, I'm in this program that TikTok has put me in. And along with different things that we do, they have us do battles against each other. So last night, Sunday night, I did a battle. uh, And it was crazy. Like they, what they call smoke, right? So they had a lot of people gifting. They had been preparing for it all day. That's just not me. And and listen, no shade on anyone that does that. That's just not me. I've got a lot going on. I I just, that's not me. <laughs> so people came in my chat and they're like, oh my goodness, they've been raising funds all day and they've been doing this and they've been doing that. And that's fine. Like, that's great. So we're in the battle and they are, they beat us the first game. First game was, was closer. Second game was eh. The third game was like really, really far away. And it got to a point where I just told people to just do what they wanted, whether it meant just stop you know, trying to catch up. I mean, the score was like 300,000 to like not even 2,000. So people in my chat were saying, I'm so sorry I can't gift you. I'm so sorry I can't gift you. And I was trying to explain that is not, you don't have to do that. You know, tapping on the screen is free. Hanging out in there is free. Showing support is free. Sharing the live is free. All that fun, all that stuff is free. Like just hang out and enjoy. That's what I'm on the live for. The the battles, especially the ones I get scheduled, those are for fun. You know, I mean, it's, it's bragging rights. It really, that's what it is. Yes, you get to go further. And yes, if, you know, the further you go, they give you more perks and things like that. But all the people in the chat, they were like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I can't gift, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, no, no. So at one point, a person comes over and then a second person comes over. So there were two or three people that made the comment, oh, your people are broke over here. And I hit the ceiling. I saw it and I stopped. I said, this is what we are not going to freaking do. Okay, I didn't use that F word. I used a different word. But I literally lit them up. How dare you come over here? How dare you say anything like that? How dare you? I knew, I will say this, when someone comes into a chat, I try to be aware of, ooh, that might be triggering to someone or that might this, that might that. So I explained it last night after that was done, after I got off the live with them and I was just live on my own. I said, that is very triggering. People were in this chat the entire time saying they were sorry they can't give. And I'm saying, don't you dare worry about it. Don't you dare worry about it. Just hang out, just tap, taps are free. They still give us points, just chill. It is totally fine. I was really annoyed that that was said and protective because I knew that was gonna be triggering. 
People had just said they didn't have the money to give, so people are going to come over and call them poor. I was not okay with that. And the way I described it is, if someone was struggling with their weight, and someone came in and they said, oh, Heather, you're fat, or oh, Heather, you need to lose weight, and that person is not the same size as me, they might say, wait a minute, that's triggering because I think she's small, and they're calling her fat. So what does that mean? What are they going to say about me if they saw me? So I'm very careful because you don't know where anybody's at in any journey. And the last thing I would ever want is for someone to feel like my room, my live, my podcast, my my page is not a safe space. It is a safe space for absolutely everyone to come and hang out. I don't care. I said this. I don't care. Male, female. I, I don't care. Broke, rich. I don't. I don't care. This is a space where you're supposed to be able to come in, laugh, forget about your worries, forget about your cares, and just chill. So for someone to come in or a few people to come in and make those comments, I was just not okay with that. We can take it back to how I grew up. We had five people in a 900 and what 70 square foot house. We did not have a lot of money, but we had a lot of love. And if I look at that, I would rather take that love over money any day. So the way I see it is y'all might be rich, meaning the people that came over and said this, y'all might be rich with with coins and dollar bills, but we're rich with love. So we beat and trump that any freaking day of the week over your little currency. So the people that came in, made those comments, I lit their butts up and instantly, you know, they get blocked. But now I feel like I'm doing this damage control of, hey, wait a minute, this isn't okay. So today I go live and people had jumped back in. They're like, I'm sorry, I had to leave the live last night. That was just triggering to me. Like that was upsetting. I'm having financial problems. I'm this, I'm that. And I was like, look, that's just not who we are. Like, you guys got to give me a second to light them up. And they're like, oh, no, we knew. We knew, we knew you were ready. We knew you were ready to light them up. And we knew that you were starting to. But because that comment was already made, that was just triggering to them. And, and they wanted to go. You know, they were already feeling bad. So last night, I thought through things. And I'm like, that that is just not okay. So when I when I see something happen... I want to say, how can I fix it? That's the first first and foremost, how can I fix it? Second thing is, how can I prevent it from happening again? So that's where my mind is. You know, yes, I can put words in that chat where that word can never come up again. I could type in broke and they will ne- no one will ever be allowed to type that in the chat. They'll type it and then they'll be like, how come that didn't? Did you see my comment? How come it didn't go through? Well, because you can block certain words. So I can make sure that that happens. But I felt horrible that they came in and said what they said. That was just, it was not okay. So I'm sitting there. I light them up. <laughs> I, I pretty much get done. And Josh comes in and gives me a big hug and whispers in my ear. He's like, I'm so proud of you. And that meant a lot to me too, just because I... I don't want anyone feeling bad. I want them to feel like I said, a safe space to come in. And I went in hard on those people. So with Josh coming in and being like, look, I'm proud of you. The fact that you did, I knew you were going to do that, but the fact that you did that, and he was the one, because he's one of my moderators now, he was the one that ended up finding those and blocking those as quick as he could. So the fact that 
he came in to say, hey, like that was, I love the fact that you did that. Really meant a lot too, because he could see my heart and where it was coming from. So to everyone's defense, I cannot pinpoint, okay, this person is a supporter of this person or this. So I don't want any drama on that front. Let's be extremely clear. All I know is someone came in, said what they said, and I'm like, "Mm -mm, that is not going to fly in this chat. That is not going to happen. So I took care of it immediately. But stepping back and thinking, okay, how can this be prevented? How can that be prevented? I'm actually friends with the people that I battled, and I just don't see that being part of who they are. So that really threw me for that really threw me for a loop seeing you know those comments come in over on our side. But it also made me take a step back and say, what the heck? This stuff is supposed to be for fun. Why are people taking it to a freaking extreme? I have scrolled through lives. I think I made a comment about this last podcast. As I'm going through, there are people that I am seeing that used to be the sweetest, fun, chill, are literally turning psycho about people. You better gift. If you don't gift, get out. I'm going to block you. I can't stand you. I want to challenge people to take a step back and say, are you still doing this? Listen, 100% if you battle, 100% you get diamonds. Those diamonds that you see on the screen are not always what you get at the end of the battle. The double stuff, that doesn't count. Meaning if someone sends you 100 and it's during a double and it's 200, we don't automatically get 200, 300, 400. We don't automatically get that. But Make no mistake, at the end of the time, it equates to diamonds. And those diamonds equate to money. And I'm seeing some of these people get so far engrossed in pumping people to send those gifts in a negative way. In a negative way. And I don't don't like that at all. And what I mean by this, and I think other creators have started putting videos out about this, as I went into a live and someone's like, if you don't gift me, and I mean, there were definitely some choice words in between. If you don't effing gift me, then get out. If if you aren't going to support me, then get out. I don't care. I'll find somebody else. And it bothers me because not everyone is as strong to say that dude is a tool and I'm going to bounce. It's extremely toxic, and some people who are in the toxic cycles, especially of, how can I gently say this? If people are used to people yelling at them and they think that that's normal and they think that's acceptable and they think that's okay, they will continue to stay in in that, whatever you want to call it, group or whatever. That breaks my heart. Because no one should be getting yelled at. No one should be told, if you don't give me, you're out. If you don't support me, you're out. No one should No one should be saying that. So when I had someone come over and say that to my Savage fam, I'm like, what in the world is going on with all of this? I get it. Battling people, please hear this, should be and mostly... The people that I am in the circles with is a fun, entertaining thing. 
And I've had this conversation as well. I don't know. I don't know about the battles. I don't know how I feel. And people are like, hello, you're entertaining us as these battles are going on. Would we rather go to a movie and spend X amount or would we rather go to a battle and have a good time? And I struggled with that for a very long time. So the more people that are like, hello, you're entertaining us. We're at home. We're with our kids. We're this, we're this, we're that. We want to show our support of you sitting on the live and entertaining us. And so I changed my mind on it because initially I was like, I'm not doing that. This is not what I want to do. I didn't understand it. No, I'm not doing it. But the more people DM'd me or sent me an email or had meetings with or this or that, it's like, you don't understand. You're coming on there. You're giving your time. You are taking time away from something else you could be doing, but you're on live with people and you're entertaining people. Let them gift you. Let people battle. If you want to battle, do what you want. And typically what I do is if we're sitting on a live, I'll say, do you guys want to battle? And the majority of the time, it's a yes. I don't always do it because sometimes I don't feel like, I just don't even feel like doing it. But it's got it's got to stop. It's got to get to a point where the toxicity of some of these creators that are preying on people. And look, I'm sure I'm going to take heat for this, but I don't care. If you guys go into someone's live and they're like, if you don't gift, get out, get out. Happily remove yourself from that live. Get out of there. Go find someone that makes your soul happy. Someone you can go into that live. Listen, I know people will. It's proven. If they think some tea is going on, they're going to get, they're going to park it. They're going to park it in that live and they're going to watch it. My point in telling you to get out of the toxic ones, if you are in there and people are being mean and nasty and cussing each other out and, and talking about it, get out because that hurts your soul. You don't need to hear that. You don't need to sit and watch that. None of that. Find yourself alive that you enjoy being in. Now, if that's your thing, which I highly doubt it, because if you think about it, sit back as you're sitting there. And when someone's yelling at someone else, feel your muscles get tense. Feel you getting ticked off. I've been in lives where I get that way. I scrolled across a live where a dude was doing it to another dude and they were going at it so bad. I couldn't believe the live was still up. I couldn't believe the battle was still going. and I couldn't believe the live hadn't been banned. And I felt a certain way. And Josh came over and goes, who is that? What is going on? And I just kept shaking my head because I, I couldn't even scroll out. It was like a train wreck. I couldn't even scroll out. And I was like, are, are we dead serious right now? Like, this is legit going on? So I just want to tell you guys, find the lives that make your soul happy, that you enjoy being in, that you don't get yelled at, that you don't feel like, oh, if I don't gift, they're still going to ignore me. If I don't gift, they're going to block me. Don't do that. Go find a place, a family, a space that makes you feel good, that makes you feel welcome, that makes you feel like, hey, I don't want to miss one of these lives. Like, this is cool. These are my people. These are my friends. These are my family. That's what you need to find. And on that note, I've said enough about the lives. I said enough about that. I will be doing a relationship update with Josh, and you guys are not gonna want to miss this next episode that will be out Wednesday there's gonna be a lot a lot to be told and mm, laughing crying all that will be with it too but I think it's time you guys were asking for an update from Josh um, and I want to give you an update as well so 
Be excited. Be ready. All of those things. If you're not, if you have not, I should say, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you're doing that. Share this out with your friends. Share it out with your family. We talk all things savage fun, savage fam, relationship. We have guests. Mom talk is coming back. We have all the things. I love you guys. I love the support that you show me. I love the love that we have for this savage family. And on that note, I'm out. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.